We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in to this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here uh, this uh, afternoon, 12.55 or so as we're hitting the button. Hope all of you are having a uh, wonderful day. We'll talk a little, or a good bit of NCAA today. The uh, the NCAA, Mark Emmert and all his uh, freedom fighters have had a pretty rough week, so we'll go through that a little bit and uh, and more here with you, whatever else uh, comes about. Hey, just watching protecting some, the game, man. Watching some Reds and Twins right now on the on the, on the the big screen. So that's what's uh, going on in the Clark Ford studio. And what's going on at the Oxford Exxon is the Speed Pass Plus app. Download it. Use it. Because when you do, you're in points. When you're in points, you save money at all Blue Sky locations across Mississippi. Also here locally, you get the lunch specials every single day. Five sixty nine, two sides, bread. 32-ounce drink and uh, and more. So take advantage of those things. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are. Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. I was talking to Corey just today. Getting something lined up for uh, later in the summer. That's what, that's what they do. They're a great customer service. They'll take care of you as well. 662-257-1900. Don't forget that you got to believe football camp is um two days from now it's thursday and friday of this week june 24th and 25th at uh jackson academy there in jackson mississippi it's the you gotta believe football camp ygbfootball.org they've got a uh, youth youth camp from grades third through eighth and they got a high school camp which obviously ninth through 12th which is what you probably would have suspected if i'd told you High school camp, guess the ages. Most of you would have gotten that one right. YGBfootball.org. They'll have a, a bunch of uh, guys with NFL and Ole Miss, and so often and or Ole Miss connections, mostly and. Dante Moncrief, T.Y. Hilton, Dawson Knox, Jordan Tamu, Cody Core, Chad Kelly, Jalen Walton, D.K. Metcalf, who's kind of a big deal, Terrence Metcalf, Joe Gunn, and others with um, – Ole Miss and or NFL ties will be there instructing uh, the young people so you can take advantage of that this week. 
that's held by our buddy Ben Craddock and all the people that make that possible. It's really a cool thing. Chase and I have been down and covered it a couple of years ago, and it was, it was pretty cool. It's grown and grown and grown every year, so good luck to them. Looks like the weather's going to be pretty awesome for uh, for a football camp. Um, speaking of awesome, a guest join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food in Oxford. It'd be a great place to hang out, enjoy a cold one, enjoy a burger, po' boy, the uh, shrimp appetizer that I like so much, all of that there at Rafters. Also, Rafters um, in New Albany is open. And then don't forget, Rafters on the water. Start making plans now for the big July the 4th extravaganza there at Rafters on the water. It's going to be the biggest um, fireworks display in North Mississippi, and you can enjoy it while you have a frozen margarita, frozen daiquiri, and plenty of waterfront views there at Rafters on the Water at Sardis. So um, we're going to NCAA a little bit today. Uh, Barrett saying in the live stream, is this the best day of the year so far? I guess you mean weather-wise. It is pretty perfect outside from a uh, from a weather standpoint. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the best day, but it is quite a chamber of commerce day today in the uh, in the area. So. Yeah, you wouldn't if someone dropped you down and said you're you know you just you, you they mm-hmm. properly discombobulated you, disoriented you, and they dropped you down and said you're in Oxford, Mississippi. On what day? Guess what day? I don't know that you would ever think to say June twenty second. No, it's uh, you, you would have thought maybe even like the little bit of a warmer snout March twentieth kind of yeah April second yeah it's, it's, it's April tenth yeah no it's June June twenty second had a little rain yesterday good day today good day tomorrow good week so. So we'll talk about I've told you my theory about the weather over the years, that the weather calendar has been backed up one calendar month. Is this going to be a climate change show? No, 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 no. Global warning, warming, is that what we're doing? Yeah, you know me, Mr. Climate Change. <laughs> <laughs> Al Gore, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, I just think... I, just, I do think we get more extremes. I yeah, do. we probably get more extremes. I I just think that the weather that we used to get in May, we now get in June. And the weather that we used to get in June, we get in July, and on and on and on. And that's cool as long as it does it one month. Now we keep doing that too yeah, often. Yeah, we got a problem. Yeah. There's, well, I mean, look, September is still hot as hell. Oh. September is not a break into fall. No, in many ways, yeah. now September is... Is the, follow along. It's the yeah, old that's August. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And September's brutal. That's why when we have conversations about football season, last year I thought, hey, we're on to something. Don't start the football season until mid to late September and then don't stop it in mid to late November. Keep going into December when the weather's awesome. And I'm convinced that we start the football season two weeks too soon mm-hmm. and we finish it two weeks too soon. And kind of like, you know, Mike was asked before in the Super Regional something about the heat or whatever, and he made mention that, frankly, they didn't have any hot games. That the weather never got hot this season, like typical from a humid and just an unbearable Saturday afternoon kind of standpoint. No. I mean, frankly, Hoover, pleasant temperatures the entire week. Yeah. There was nothing crazy in Birmingham. So Yeah. What remember, like, when – who was it came here a couple of weeks in a row? It was Arkansas and then LSU. Is that right? There was kind of those big weekends. Yeah. Yeah, usually by that time of the year, back in the day, there'd be a little heat then. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to spring practices at Ole Miss when they opened up the Saturday practices. I needed a pullover in April. You 
probably own something. I mean, every, every once in a while I get one right. I mean, I don't think we're getting more cold snaps or anything, but um. So anyway, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what do you want to talk about? What, what, what do you, I guess basketball. There's a little basketball news, more of an attendance news. They are going to 100% capacity for the 2021-2022 uh, basketball season. Yes. Um, completely expected, but they have announced it. What, what, it's, what, what that announcement actually was is buy tickets because they're all available. That's what that announcement yeah, was. Um, tickets available. Let me read through that for you real quick. Tickets available July 1st. Oh, by the way, the entire arena is going to be open. I do have a question. Uh, sure. Why is it that the NFL is doing this? There's some college. Like, if, you, if you're playing football at Ole Miss, if you're on the Ole Miss football roster, okay. there's a different set of rules if you're vaccinated as to, opposed to if you're not. Yet there are no different rules for the 64,000 or whatever it is that will go into Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Why, why are we is – that, is that an attempt to look concerned? Is it legitimate concern? What, what is that? What are we, what are we what doing? What are the differences in rules? Well, with testing, with uh, being able to wh- – wh- whether you have to wear a mask inside the building, okay, sure. um, attendance of some things. In some ways, taking up local ordinances, in a way. Yeah. Except for the testing. Yeah. Why is it that we're worried, we're worried about the people on the field with this still, or saying that we're worried – Yet we're filling up the arenas, we're filling up the stadiums. I, I mean, it's an additional liability, right? Isn't that the answer? I, I guess. Are you not? You can't because nobody can't. Like, I mean, obviously, it, to the best of my knowledge, we we got through last season without anybody getting sick from an event. Outdoor sporting events have not appeared to be any type of super spreader, all that kind of stuff. So, moving past that conversation, my point is, a fan gets sick. Sure, and he was at the game. Okay. Very hard to prove that the liability on a player, technically from a legal standpoint, getting sick, would be higher and easier to, in theory, prove than a fan who came to a game and then hence got sick. You know where I'm going with this because I, I I'm, I'm a I'm, I'm a common sense thinker. Yeah. Number one, we've now had a full year plus of documentation. Let's let's review quickly all of the football players and basketball yeah. players that died of COVID sure. this past season. Okay, now we've got that done. Um, you wouldn't even be able to, let's say a football player, Ole Miss middle linebacker Joe Schmo, yeah, sure. gets COVID and gets sick. Mm-hmm. How would you prove that he got it at football? Oh, you wouldn't. I'm just saying there would be an easier liability case technically versus the fan. Not that you could or couldn't or whatever, just that sure. there's more close quarters, there's more you could prove contact to a larger degree than the fan. That's all. I'm of the opinion. I think it's a bunch of legalese, I guess is my point. I, 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 t- I tend to agree. I'm of the opinion, though, that we're getting to a place, and I think September we're there officially. Hey, at this point, you've had half a year plus. If you want to get vaccinated, you can get vaccinated. If you don't, that's fine. Let's go. Let's carry on. You all right? You emotional? I got a haircut, and I have a hair in my eye. And I yeah, can't... that happens to me so much. I know. Um, I'm fine. It's been um, an emotional week. It has. I mean, I'm tearing up now because I have a hair in my eye. I can't get it out. Um, no, I, I think that's the answer. I mean, well, look, we got, we got an email today from uh, Dunlap at Media the SEC. Days. 
saying that they're going to restrict the amount of attendance that's available, which means for once they might actually just credential the actual number of people that should be credentialed to SEC Media Days. What I, is I that? Let's see. I, 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 Did you get it? Yeah, I've got it right here. Do you want to read it? <clears throat> this is from uh, the SEC. And by, and by the way, Chuck's one of my very favorite people in all of athletics. Yeah, I'm not even making fun of Chuck at all. Here. In all of athletics administration. And I well, feel sorry, it was actually sent from Herb. Okay. Well, then, yeah, Herb wrote this. Yeah. Because I'll stop. Chuck probably would not write this. Yeah, go ahead. As we prepare for 2021 SEC Football Media Days, we continue to monitor developments related to the COVID pandemic and how best to manage a major indoor event in a healthy way. I'm writing to make you aware that there will be capacity restrictions and virus mitigation measures in place that will impact the number of individuals we will be able to credential for this event and how interviews are conducted. Our goal is to make this event as normal as possible, but we will need to adhere to facility COVID requirements and other precautions as determined by our medical advisors who have guided health and safety decisions for the SEC throughout the last 15 months. In particular, we may be limited in the number of media who can occupy the main media room and electronic media room and the number of positions available on Radio Row. We are also evaluating the proper way to conduct player interviews in the main media room and whether coach player interviews can be conducted on Radio Row. Oh, for the love of God. Go ahead. Nick Saban can't sit at the table and talk to two dudes from Birmingham? Why? We will continue to monitor developments around the virus related to indoor events and work toward conducting a productive event for participating media. Herb Vincent, SEC Associate Commissioner. So will there actually be changes or is this email completely and utterly nothing or do you expect some some limited capacity? Okay, I'm going to give you my theory. Because, I mean, look, the SEC Media Days is not really kickoff mm-hmm. because it's still eight weeks away. We yeah, do it every year. But July. in saying that, it is a it is a, a seminal event that everybody looks to and goes, okay, this has to happen to at least get in the ballpark of yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, it, and for years, it's been the circus with 1,400 credentials. And, I mean, we, we live in a world where I know he was a media member, but Jim Mashick got up and asked questions as Jim Mashick from JimMashick.com. Yeah, no. There was no webs. I mean, there was no, a website. If you apply there, for a credential, you, got you get one. I mean, we've told fans that. Hey, you want to go? Fine. Yeah. How about it? Start a blog. Yeah. BillyJoe.com. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Like, yeah. You're in. They do not, I mean, they want to brag about how many credentials they give out a year. That yes. is a pride point to go, oh, the Big 12 had their whole thing in one day with 600 people. We had a four-day event, and we had 1,500 people, and we had the Dr. Pepper and the Golden Flake flowing the entire time. That it is just their means deal. more. Exactly. It's, it's it a just big means deal. More. So, well, in this year, there's actually a lot of interesting things to talk about. There's there the expansion of the playoff. There's the Supreme Court ruling. There's in multiple states, including the one where uh, Media Days is held and the one where you and I are sitting right now. There's NLI legislation that goes into effect in about a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, literally eight, nine days. Yeah. Um, there's stuff. There's stuff to talk about. Like, this is one of those times that when Greg Sankey steps up to the podium, I'm, in. I'm taking notes. Yeah, sure. There's been years when Greg Sankey stood, stepped to the podium and I went out and got my yeah. orange soda for the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Anyway, orange soda is the only time I drink it. It's, it's an SEC thing. SEC media days. Yeah, I, have my, I have my orange soda, and I look forward to it, and it's good. And Hoover. And Hoover. Yeah. Nowhere else. Yeah. If you, yeah. The two, the two things you get at Hoover and the SEC Media Days, and this is a lot of media members. This isn't just Neil who's allergic to calories. This is this is me. This is anybody. It is Sunkissed and it is Dill Pickle Golden Flake for some oh, reason. Oh, those are good. I would never go to Kroger and go. You know what? Where's the Dill Pickle Golden Flake? But something about them sitting there in Hoover, and I go, all right, I'll have a bag. I, I'm game. Yeah. Why not? When yeah. in Rome? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when in so, Rome. I mean, when in Hoover. Yeah. But nonetheless. It's a huge deal for them to do this. So I guess that's my point, is do you think that some media credentials will actually be revoked or declined in this? I think they will limit some capacity. I don't know what the Winfrey Ballroom's rules are. So it's possible that Birmingham has rules that simply make it mandatory to limit it. I don't know. And I have a feeling they are trying to appease a handful of national writers who are trying to eat their big plate of crow slowly over a period of time rather than just gorge on it at mm-hmm. once like they should be forced to. Sure. I don't know. There's probably a lot there. I'll tell you this. I think come September, it's going to be, that's it. Let's, we're going. Yeah, we yeah, go. let's, sure. let's, let's make our money. Yeah, I just wonder if it's a straight facility rule there in, in Alabama. I have no idea. I mean, grind what y'all's rules. What's going on? I I, I don't know. Um, it could be that. It could be that the Winfrey they're 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 beholden to whatever the Winfrey's rules are. The city of Hoover is doing from yeah. their rule standpoint. Yeah, I have no I have no clue. But I don't know. I mean, I just I saw they were going in person, and I was like, oh, we're going to get the circus. We're going to get the spectacle back. I'm kind of here for it. Which means fans probably won't be allowed in the in the in the lobby. I would assume probably not. I don't, although I don't know how you manage that because they're just hanging out. Yeah. The, the one part there that kind of bothered me was, oh, come on. You're telling me all these football coaches who are vaccinated for the most part. I wonder if Kiffin's vaccinated. I wonder how he would take that question. He could answer it's it. not a question I would ask because I don't think it's any of my business. I think he would answer it, though. Yeah. You think he is? Grind said pretty much open in Alabama. Yeah, I do. Because of the move about necessities of it. Yeah. I do. Um, I, mean, I don't know. You know, but... let's say they're all vaccinated. Why can't they sit down and talk to radio people? Yeah, like I know he's currently not having a show, but like Nick Saban in theory can't go talk to Ron Brown. I mean, come on, like let's let's all get along. Let's let's do our thing. So when well, when Feinbaum sets up on Radio Row or wherever or whatever, well, I mean, no, we'll talk to him now. He's he's owned by the network. But you can't, Bad example. But they can't sit down and talk I, to the cats from Knoxville. Well, you don't know about the cat from Knoxville. You don't know what he's well, been doing. Doesn't matter. They're vac- You're vaccinated. What yeah, difference does it freaking make? You don't know where his hands been. That's true. I don't know. No. What if he, what if he sanitized his hands real quick? I don't know. Just saying. And then, how do you determine that? Hey, can you all you guys write down your ratings and let's prioritize you? I mean, what's the? I don't know. I I, I got nothing. You only get thirty minutes instead of an hour, and you got to pick up and move because you're there all week. You like your spot's your spot. Yeah, like you don't have to move. That'd be a pain. I guess you could build like a dome over your spot that you you could that you. Uh, Paul likes to be able to build those igloo house yeah. houses. And after each person comes out, you set off a sanitizing bomb. Like a serve pro thing? Yeah. Maybe that's the path. So, anyway, media days. I'm just, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not excited because I don't care about media days and they're one of the more overrated things that happens in a college football calendar. But just in general, I was kind of looking forward to it. And then it's like, eh, well, whatever. And I'm like, I don't think you are. I mean, not unless the city makes you. I, I just don't. 
I'm looking forward to media days. Are you? Believe it or not. Are you? I'm ready for football season. Okay. Media days is when? What's, what are the it's, it's like July the 18th-ish. Two weeks between that and camp. Two full weeks. Yeah. Yeah. The national storylines are what are interesting, and there's some coaches that are interesting, but sure. Eh. Well, yeah, that's not the time that you go, hey, coach, what do you think about your backup offensive guard spot? Well, it will be. Well, yes, because there are people who are, by God, going to ask those questions because they're asking those questions. It's not the place for it. It's the place for the big picture stuff. But um, Like when I asked Kiffin about the 12-team playoff, pretty interesting answer. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then back on the thought of uh, basketball, yeah, look, it's it's another sign of normalcy. It's a sign to buy tickets um, as much as anything. It's just telling you, hey, come one, come all, buy buy tickets for this here extravaganza. That's what it's uh, yeah. that's what it's telling you. Yeah. Good news, though. All good. All yeah. Good. Well, I, I said on SEC Football and Beyond this morning, there was three announcements that I saw today, Arkansas football, Ole Miss basketball, and then the big one, the Brewers, the sausage races are back. Oh, are they? They're back. I didn't see that. Effective June 25th. Because Ole Miss went the whole baseball season without the Cups, which I could argue was actually a good thing. But um, yeah. nonetheless, yeah. I I go to every game. So I see the Cups 40 times a year. Mm-hmm. I get that I'm not the eight-year-old who comes in once a month, and that's who the Cups are actually for. But I am tired of the Cups. There's a couple of things from a promotional stadium experience standpoint that if it got redone, I wouldn't be the most upset in the I world. I was going to ask you, had Bianco left – how much stadium game day stuff was going to change? I don't know a ton. Will um, they still do Sweet Caroline, which does not belong there? I mean, you think Mike predicted? I don't. I don't know. I'm asking. No, you. I don't know that Mike institutes any of it. I mean, he has the same like walkout song every time. But I mean, otherwise, I got nothing. Who is it that still sticks? And he kind of needs that moved. Who's, who is still sticking to peanut butter jelly time? I don't know. I'm getting like the LB's thing's really funny. I like the LB's. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, peanut there's butter and jelly time. There, like, there's a section of people that bring the maracas and enjoy it, but I'm just, I mean, I've been hearing this since 2005. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Like in some ways, I was kind of glad the baseball team stole the little clap thing from Georgia because I was like, okay, if y'all do that in like the eighth or ninth inning, maybe that lets us throw something else out that's been been going on. Um, is Love is gone. Thing still popular. Still, yeah, it, it's fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. It, I actually too like it because if I'm not, not like not paying attention, but it kind of like ignites in your head of what inning it is. We're halfway makes through the yeah, game. Yeah, we're like, okay, that's I, I need to zone in a little more now. Yeah. Like because they do times. that. What mid five? Yeah, I think it's mid five, something like that. So yeah, it's like kind of a okay. Let's let's let's, let's we're, we're we're here at this point. Um, Sweet Caroline never even registers. I, I don't even I don't even recognize that it's going um, half the time. I don't get how that one caught on everywhere. I get how the Red Sox did it because they did it first. Yeah, sure. But like, why? Well, and I have a daughter named Caroline, so I like the song, it's but not, it's not a I baseball mean, song. No, no, no. It works at Fenway. It really works at Fenway. Like, legitimately, I feel like not even just because of whatever. It's an easy little bum bum bum. Like okay, like it's it it's fine. I mean, I don't know. I mean, and Neil Diamond was born in New York. It's not even like oh, he's our dude. And yeah, so they should do it at Yankee Stadium, not Fenway. Offer that up. See how that goes. <laughs> okay. See if we see if we can get that get 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 get, get that whipped. <laughs> um, 
No, yeah, I mean, I, I noticed two songs at Ole Miss. It, it's 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 Love Is Gone because it's middle of the game, and there's a couple like pregame songs that I hear and go, okay, I need to get my stuff together and start actually yeah. getting ready for the game. You have a Pavlovian uh, response. I, I do a little bit. Like I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I tell you what, one of them is is when they play Brett Young's song. I hope I'm in the stadium by then. I'm annoyed if I can hear it from the parking lot because I'm I'm look I'm a weird I'm a creature of habit I, I understand that Which I feel song like do they I'm play? late. It's like the one he did like the old Miss like they 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 filmed the music video at Swayze oh, Field yeah, yeah, okay. whatever it is it's like yeah. the baseball thing yeah, or whatever yeah. and it's kind of catchy it's pretty good yeah, I like Brett Young yeah but point being. If I'm not in the stadium when I hear it, I'm like, oh, I'm running five minutes late. I'm whatever. Right. Like I'm, I'm kind of like, because ah, if I'm whatever I'm doing, like if I'm trying to eat or do whatever, it's 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 a deal to me. So it's that, and then yeah, there's a there's a response for love is gone. That okay, now it's time to now it's time to kind of pay attention a little more than uh, I have been at uh, at that point. So. We'll uh, continue this in one second. This whatever this is. Yeah, whatever. We'll get to some other stuff in a minute. Before we do that, I'll tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Settle County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're getting local underwriting and understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. I was going to turn the College World Series on for you, but I don't know what channel it's on. Is it all ESPN? I think it's all ESPN. I turned to ESPN and they had something else on. Did they? Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. They're showing Sports Center at one o'clock. Yeah, that's what threw me off is that uh, Brooks Kepka's standing sure there. I can look it up. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, we're brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and BB Mitchell are Ole Miss graduates, and they utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients pinpoint pinpoint's core service services include uh, tenant representation site selection acquisition and disposition of income producing assets development and occupancy solutions for landlords pinpoint takes pride in its attention to detail professionalism and hard work and for all your real estate needs you can give them a call sam and bb 601-586-3220 Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit and hand tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at bluedeltajeans.com. Baseball season is wrapped up. You may not find yourself in Oxford for a few months, but that's no reason to delay your new blue uh, getting your new Blue Delta Jeans. Using Blue Delta's virtual tailor at BlueDeltaJeans.com. You can be measured and design your uh, newest jeans in just a couple minutes. And Blue Delta will make sure that you're looking good for that first kick of football season in September. Until uh, Sunday, June the 27th, our podcast listeners can enter the promo code SUMMER. That's S-U-M-M-E-R, all lowercase, at checkout for $100 off your order. It's a huge savings, $100 off off your order, so uh, don't miss out at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Don't forget about the uh, Oxford Park Commission. They're excited to announce a partnership with the Ole Miss Volleyball Coaching Staff to uh, help provide a free clinic for uh, parents this coming July. The uh, goal is to create a fall volleyball league this, uh, this fall, and they need parents to help coach those teams. There's going to be a player instructional clinic held in conjunction with the one for coaches on July the uh, the 13th. The cost to take part is $30 for players. The maximum limit for players is $20. So visit OxfordParkCommission.com to sign up. 
And we're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons is at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They sponsor the Chasing the Ring basketball show that we're probably going to do one tomorrow. The uh, NBA draft lottery is tonight. We were going to do a live watch of that, but Carson's got a high school soccer game, so he's going to be looking over at the side waiting for me to give him hand signals to tell him where the Thunder are picking. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's nervous. Okay. I actually think he's begun to lose some sleep over it. So, Anyway, they've been uh, in the Oxford area for almost 75 years, from engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. You can visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast is brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit oxfordms.com. Saturday, June 27th, the last summer sunset series event in the Grove. Dr. Mountain Radio will be the uh, performer of that. So bring the kids, picnics, blankets, and more. And then June 25 and 26, this weekend, the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic in Waterford, Mississippi. A lot of different bands, a lot of different performers. Children 12 and under free and uh, $25 per day. They were camping on site. Bring your own ice chest, no glass, no pets, and more. So you can find out uh, more about that. Visit OxfordMS.com slash events. So Sweet Caroline, I don't, here's what, I, I didn't know this. It says on, and I'm reading Wikipedia, but whatever. Okay. We'll take their word for it. The song's been played at Fenway Park, home of really baseball, blah, 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 since at least 1997, and in the middle of the eighth inning only since 2002, Okay. Okay. The Carolina Panthers actually have been playing the song at all home games since 96. So, technically, the Panthers have more ownership to it than the Red Sox do. Yeah. I still don't know why the Panthers feel the need either, but nonetheless. I guess they could change the letter from E so to is A it because Sweet of, Carolina. So, is it because of like the playoff runs in 03 and 04 with the Red Sox and why, why we associate with them to the level we do? Probably so. Makes sense. Like the comeback against the Yankees and the whole deal. Yeah, and, uh, just a weird. It's a weird. I love the song again. I mean, I have a Caroline. You do, but Iowa State has used it as their victory song after football wins. Well, that's since two thousand and six. No wonder I picked <laughs> Iowa instead of Iowa State. Can we talk about something super important here? Uh, sure. Well, yeah, All right. Because we're Texas. Texas today. is wearing the home whites, and it's as solid a look as you can get. I mean, it is. It's very. It, very it's good. really good. Very. Are good. the numbers a little big on the back? Is that our only? Uh, let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, Maybe they're not as big as I thought they were for a second. Anyway, go ahead. Love the look, though. Very, uh, very subtle pinstripe. How do we? How do we feel about Tennessee's? They're god awful. The pewter. Why can't you just go with the traditional What is gray? that, anthracite? Something like that, yeah. That's very good. It, isn't this Tennessee wasting an opportunity to have a pretty good suit? Well, but Tennessee always does this. Why, though? Their baseball uniforms are god-awful. They're worse than Missouri. But here's my thing. If you know that you're going to play on the same field on national television in a game that some people are going to watch against that uniform, that can't be what you say, how oh, this will work. At worst case, you put on your your red. You put, if you, no, 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 you don't. Have no, to do that. you put the the orange top That's on the white pants. Yeah, you wear the orange top because that orange top is perfectly good. Nothing wrong with it. And you can still wear white pants, even though Texas has white pants. Right? Yeah, college teams wear white pants all the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, on the road yeah, all, all the time. time. That's 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 yeah. But this is not. This is not good. It, Texas is going to win this game just based on uniforms. What color is the belt? I, I think it's anthracite. Oh, it is. 
but like a darker shade. It's like a dark gray, almost black what belt. What are you doing? I, I, I don't know. Because the orange contrasts that so poorly off the top of it, too. There are some colors that would still be bad off that anthracite, but it wouldn't be that bad. I mean, the orange is just glaring and god-awful. Supposedly, uh... That's bad. Supposedly Scott Woodward's there. Is he? That's the rumor. But, uh, Waiting to make his run at Vitello. But, like, at the game? What are we doing at the game? <laughs> he just watched the guy, absolutely. Okay. I'm just curious. I mean, he just steamrolled an SEC program. What's stopping from doing two? I mean, look, interviews happen in Omaha, but not typically with head coaches. I mean, Cliff interviewed in Omaha. In I'm not arguing. I, I, I'm aware. Just saying. I know, I know, I know. Closing out my conversation, uh, Pitt Sorry. football also uses Sweet Carolina but every why? game day. I don't know. Oh, my God. It's like really – this makes no sense. The University of Pittsburgh has used Sweet Caroline as an unofficial school sing-along by inserting Let's Go Pitt over the instrumental three-beat. After the title refrain and replacing the repeated phrase with Go Pitt, the song started as a rallying anthem played between the third and fourth quarters of Panthers football games because that really gets me hyped up. Nothing gets me fired up like Neil Diamond, baby. But it's been adopted for use during other university sports contests, alumni events, and student ceremonies, including graduation commencement ceremonies, and references to the song have appeared on various school merchandise. What are they doing? I don't know. That makes me dislike them a lot. What is... Because there's nothing about Pennsylvania that can claim that song. I mean, it's written after Caroline Kennedy. Like... Oh, is that right? Yeah. Like... Uh, whatever. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I don't even want to say. What? I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. Do I'm kind of scared now. Do you know the QAnon theory that John F. Kennedy Jr. is still alive? What the hell is that? Oh, hold on. Like, hold on. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a thing. That's how, a thing. How do you know that? You don't want to know. I, I, I learned this yesterday years old you heard this yesterday yesterday i had no idea what what would make you think that his plane crashed you know it crashed they found his body anyway caroline kennedy made me think about that okay by the way the book uh, about clint hill five presidents yeah i'm three presidents in really good i saw it on your thing in there really good yeah um Ginger said it's because everyone sings along. That's it. That's the reason. And you're right. Look, I know that's the reason. I just, I don't know. I'm being grumpy about stadium experience today, apparently. So. Uh, uh, two nothing balls. Yeah, balls up to Look at the balls. Scott's going to stick around another couple nights. He couldn't interview him before the season's over, right? Who's to say? <laughs> I mean, surely, Who can say, really? surely you'd have to wait for the season to end. Who can say? <laughs> you sure? Do they play Sweet Caroline at Ole Miss football games? See, we're in the press box when we're know. even there, and so we don't really – I can't hear We don't well. really know. Yeah, we're not outside, so I don't know what all goes on there. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> – We're everywhere today. 
Sorry. It's fine. Yesterday, the uh, and we knew this was coming because when Mark Emmert went before the Judiciary Committee or whatever it was a few weeks ago, he got absolutely lambasted in front of them. Had a rough time. It was it was bad. Yeah. I mean, it was it was by far the NCAA's worst showing from that standpoint. You know, and, and it and this this week has really or really this month, the last thirty days or so have changed the trajectory because a lot for a long time, the NCAA kind of won court cases. Like, they kind of weaseled their way around verdicts and found ways to win court cases and keep the amateur model afloat and all those different things as, as things have moved forward. But they lose 9 nothing in the NCAA versus Austin this week. Yeah. Um, just absolutely getting killed. And now, the specifics to this is not the biggest thing in the world. It basically says, paraphrasing, that the NCAA can't restrict compensation to students or athletes for educate around educational reasons or educational based uh, profits to the students and the athletes. But the decisions that have been written are what are really interesting here. The verbiage. Yeah, yeah, because what they're basically saying is, hey, we're doing this right now, and heads up, we're going to do this for anything moving forward that relates to the Sherman antitrust laws as things move forward. You're referring to some of Gorsuch's language? And Kavanaugh. Yeah. yeah. Kavanaugh blew them up. but Gorsuch as well. Um, like I'll read this paragraph here. Uh, this is from The Athletic. The decision didn't specifically address compensation for athletes outside the narrow scope or the... Um, blah, blah, blah. Let me kind of sit down. Okay, here we go. But the ruling essentially warned the NCAA that if any of its other rules capping compensation came before the court, they'll be declared illegal as well. Through the NCAA, the schools have for decades colluded to cap the compensation of college athletes. The schools and NCAA essentially admitted that claiming price-fixed labor was essentially their product's most charming feature. They use words like amateurism and phrases like the collegiate model to dress up their scheme. But a court made up of justice from across the political spectrum didn't buy any of the NCAA's age-old arguments. While the, quote, while the NCAA asked us to defer to its conception of amateurism, the district court found that the NCAA had not adopted any consistent definition. Gorsuch wrote in the opinion of the court released Monday. Instead, the court found the NCAA's rules and restrictions on compensation have shifted markedly over time. He wrote the majority decision that seemed to express disbelief. The NCAA had even dared bring the case before the Supreme Court and essentially made clear that none of the NCAA's arguments against the sanctity of amateurism has any legal standing and the courts will not allow the NCAA to violate the Sherman Act, which forbids competitors from price fixing. So, I mean, yeah, and then, and then Brett Kavanaugh kind of took what Gorsuch said and went further in his uh, written. I guess what do you call that? A writ? Uh, the minority opinion, right? Or whatever. Is that kind of yeah, what it is? In this case, there was no minority opinion. Everybody just wrote their thoughts. Kavanaugh writes, quote, although the court does not weigh in on the ultimate legality of the NCAA's remaining compensation rules, the court's decision establishes how any such rules should be analyzed going forward. After today, the NCAA's remaining compensation rules should receive ordinary rule of reason scrutiny under the antitrust laws. I mean, this was this was a firm scolding from the NCAA. I mean, from the, from the U.S. Supreme Court to the NCAA. I thought it was interesting that the NCAA's response to this essentially was, yeah, well, we don't really think that 
we don't really think Kavanaugh was speaking for everyone. We think he was sort of speaking as a lone wolf, and we're going to sort of disregard Kavanaugh's what he, what he had to full say today. statement about this. Because this is worth hearing. Yeah. The NCAA couches its arguments for not paying student athletes in, innocent, in innocuous labels, but the labels cannot disguise the reality. The NCAA's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. All of the restaurants in a region cannot come together to cut cooks' wages on the theories that customers prefer to eat food from low-paid cooks. Law firms cannot conspire to cabin lawyers' salaries in the name of providing legal services out of a love of the law. Hospitals cannot agree to cap nurses' income in order to create a purer form of helping the sick. News organizations cannot join forces to curtail pay to reporters to preserve a tradition of public-minded journalism. Movie studios cannot collude to slash benefits to camera crews to kindle a spirit of amateurism in Hollywood. So, yeah, he... And then they said, yeah, it's just one guy's opinion. We don't think that's going to actually play a role in anything as we uh, as we move forward. And then Kavanaugh's conclusion to his uh, opinion was one that everyone has cited. Quote, Again, this is Brett Kavanaugh. Nowhere else in America can businesses get away with agreeing not to pay their workers a fair market rate on the theory that their product is defined by not paying their workers a fair market rate. And under ordinary principles of antitrust law, it is not evident why college sports should be any different. The NCAA is not above the law. Tell the people in Covington, Kentucky, they were not above the law. They felt like they were that day. So here's the question. If the NCAA doesn't cooperate fully, and right now it's a mess, although this, this ruling did, according to uh, some of the things I read, I think it was uh, Ross Dellinger wrote about this yesterday or today. I lose track of days like you do. That this did bring, there had been a little bit of a Republican-Democrat divide in Congress about NIL legislation sure this did bring them sort of back to the table with a bit of a mandate to both sides of hey you guys need to work this out it did um that said is this one step closer towards the power five breaking away forming its own organization because while this didn't say hey these are salaried employees certainly was a step in that direction okay it it was a huge step in a model of compensation that most people would agree is, is fair to the sport and to the athletes. But does it do one of two things? Is it more about the Power Five or whomever breaking away from the NCAA? Or is it more saying the NCAA has no power to not just let the Power Five do whatever the hell it wants to inside the NCAA? I say that again. Well, do they have to break away, I guess is my point. Isn't this saying that the NCAA has no grounds here and the Power Five decides to just play by its own rules inside the NCAA structure it would, in theory, be allowed to? I, I think so. I mean, it's a good question. I said this yesterday, though. I I, I, I wonder, and it's one of the things that I'm, I'm actually you talk about wanting to cover media days. I'm, I'm looking forward to media days, especially to this part of it. How does what is to stop? Use Matt Corral. He's sort of the face of Ole Miss football at this point. Agreed. Other than Lane Kiffin, he's sure, yeah. you know Lane's compensated. Yeah. Um, if you're Matt Corral, what's to stop you from kind of going out and cutting your own deal right now? Is there anything to stop you? I mean, after July first. Yeah. I I don't think anybody has any grounds to stop you. No. 
That is my interpretation. So he can go get sponsorships? I believe so, yeah. Well, because is, is it Bryce Ramsey who's already signed with like a promotional company or he's know. got an ad or something? Something's so, going on with Ramsey. So if you're a Matt Corral, if you're the, the quarterback at Clemson who, whose name I can't pronounce. Yeah, whatever. Um, if you're guys of that nature, what's to stop you from should – you, should you sign with an agent right now? Who can go out and, and make deals for you? I think that's at least possible. Sure, yeah. I mean, why not? What's to stop us from? And then once Matt Corral has an agent, wouldn't we be smart to reach out to Matt's agent and try to arrange a weekly spot on this here little potato log podcast? It would make sense. Yes. And then we try to sell it. Mm-hmm. Matt gets some of the money. We get some of the money. Right. I mean, I'm sure the paperwork is a thousandfold, but sure, yeah. But who does the paperwork? Does the NCAA? I mean, I'm asking. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not putting Chase Parham on the spot here. I'm curious. Who does the paperwork? Does it go through Ole Miss? Is it public record? How does that work? Well, this becomes taxable income for Corral. Sure. You get a 1099 like any anybody else. Right. I assume. Because we would pay him. Yeah. We would pay him, and then we would sell advertising to recoup what we paid him plus to get our cut. Yeah, sure. And and, and at the... At some point during his spot each week, we would say this is brought to you by whoever. Yeah, sure. And if all things were good, Matt would talk about how much he likes that product. Oh, yeah, man. Just just, just Sunday I was using. <laughs> I mean, look, Larry Joe, you're kidding there, but that is the kind of stuff you're at least going to kind of be seeing of a little bit. You're, you're going to see some NASCAR in some interviews as this thing moves forward. I mean. Sure. My, my, well, we see this like at the Super Bowl. My Tide Pepsi General Electric car really running good today. You ever listen to, to, to uh, sports radio at the Super Bowl? Yeah, sure. All the players that aren't in the game? Like NFL players, like like uh, you know, let's say Patrick Mahomes is not in the Super Bowl this year, but he goes to the Super Bowl because his trip's paid for by Dove, Dove for men. And at some point in the interview, it's part of the deal. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question about Dove. Just do it. It's great. Yeah, man, I to tell you what, this Dove body body wash. Use it after game. I use it after every game, fresh and clean. Awesome, Alpine, whatever. Yeah. What's to stop that from kind of being the, the deal now? Nothing that I'm aware of. I mean, Matt Corral shows up for the press conference with the Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Everybody. I hit it real big for that one, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like in Alabama, can they knock Nick's Coke off the podium and put their Pepsi down? Yeah, I guess. I know. You better, better know what you're doing. Was it Renault, though, that removed the soft drink from the podium of the day? Yeah. He had, like, the water, and he, like, moved the soft so drink. So, supposedly it cost they, – they think they lost, like, $4 million or something worth of – There's sto- no way those stock, things are always their right, Their stock though. fell. Really? Yeah. Because Ronaldo moved a bottle. I think you're underestimating just how big soccer is in Europe. No, I understand that. I, I, I get it. And him specifically. Yeah. 
He's a big deal. What he does is news. Okay. Including moving a bottle off the podium. It was. Literally news. All right. As we're sitting here in Oxford, Ah, Mississippi, talking about it. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. I would like to rest my case, Your Honor. Yeah. We are here talking to you guys because of uh, Northeast Spark. Internet just uh, rolling along. We don't have to knock on wood or anything today. S-P-A-R-C, N-E-S-P-A-R-C dot com. The Ignite package, the 100 Mbps, the Blaze, the 1 Gig, the Powers of Clark Ford Studio. I've got it in my home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. N-E-Spark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, parental controls, network security, and more. So find out if it's in your neighborhood. And if so, here in Lafayette County, get the best internet around again. NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by uh, Comer Heating and Air. It's the name you can trust in HVAC, professional HVAC in Oxford, Tupelo, and the surrounding area. 662-801-1777. 662-801-1777. Also brought to you by the College Corner. It's One Stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. We are uh, also brought to you by Pinnacle Trust, Pinnacle based in Madison, Mississippi. It's also home to the Pinnacle Trust 401k advisory services team. Get in touch with them and they'll conduct a complimentary no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, you guys know how this works. You just get in touch with John. You give him some parameters. You give him a budget, and then he will sit down and give you a ton of travel options while you do nothing. You can just uh, chill out and uh, wait for for him. He'll give you a comprehensive list of uh, of options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. Nine zero one four nine four three three eight seven, or send him an email: J Edwards at Regency travel.net first time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast and we're brought to you by Grenada Nissan if you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle Grenada Nissan's the place to go they've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles great lease deals as well it's GrenadaNissanUSA.com so um let's see we've got uh, also the other thing speaking of NI uh, NIL coming out again July 1st is when these states are uh, putting it into uh, into law or I guess into action I guess would be the uh, the term there um some states correct yeah and the the NCAA has not had a firm ruling on what they're doing with any of it I know we're all shocked here I mean Emirate would like a lot of cans being kicked down the road, but that is not happening from a government legal standpoint. Um, here, here, what? He missed that call back. Was it a strike? No, it was a ball. Oh, he called it a strike. Yeah, the the he struck him out. Yeah, that's Troy Tulowitzki. Did you know he's with Texas? I had no idea. I didn't idea. know that. Yeah, I didn't. That's he, been uh, in vogue to kind of bring in former players. Yeah, Tim Hudson's at Auburn. Yeah, I, I knew. I knew about Hudson. Uh, Tulo got apparently worked up in the dugout, and Did the he? umpire got upset at him. That's the one. He's, well, he's expendable. Right? The one thing I notice about the college game compared to the pro game, mm-hmm. the biggest thing is the width of the umpire strike zone. See, that's a that's a ball. <laughs> that, yeah, not really here. Here, it's it's width. It's not height. It's width. In the major leagues, they call it pretty tight. In in the college game. They get a couple inches and then they start asking for more, and that's when the complaining starts. Yeah, 
Well, they get where it crosses and kind of where it hits left and right. If you, yeah. if you have the glove kind of hit there, they, yeah. they, they get that call too. And then they try to expand it. Well, yeah, of course. And then when you don't get that, when... Well, suddenly we're arguing about something that's five inches off the plate, and we're like, okay, well... Yeah. You know, I... I started... <laughs> Never mind, just my mind, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, let's see. <laughs> what? I'm Kale Baker. If you think my strikeouts are a problem, try not to use excessive blue. Okay. <laughs> um, point being, six conferences have tried to press the issue here, um, essentially saying that all the states that have rules in play should be able to follow those rules immediately, and then in states where they haven't ruled on NIL – Though the schools in those states should be able to essentially write common sense policies for each school and then proceed as accordingly from that point. The SEC, one of the leaders in this um, endeavor, if you uh, if you will, it is the SEC, the ACC, the Pac-12, the Sun Belt, the SWAC, and the MAC M A A C. Um, which that is that is that Fairfield's conference? That's right, uh, right? I think Was so yeah, M A A C. Is that right? Um. Yeah, it says, um, if an NCAA member institution is located in a state in which no NIL law is applicable, the NCAA member institution shall develop and make publicly available on its website a written policy governing NIL of individuals who will enroll and are enrolled at such member institutions, including retention of agents, advisors, and attorneys in connection with NIL activities and actions, provided that such written policy may not allow payments, provisions, or promise of any other consideration or benefits to individuals by the member institution or any booster or person enacting on behalf of the member institution. Now, this is a good question, though, here. And I don't know the answer to this. If you're a booster, are you not a lot? Do you have to be careful on how the legalese works on doing NIL? I don't know. I would think. Because this is pointed out here. So, like, one of your big car dealers in Tuscaloosa that I'm not thinking of right now would they just have to make sure everything runs through a business and it couldn't be personal or would the businesses potentially be in danger of not being allowed to do that as well? If the business is deemed to be a booster? That's what I'm saying, yeah. I don't know. I don't either. That's the one thing as I've been reading about this the last couple of days that makes me wonder where... Like Nick Saban has a Mercedes dealership. Couldn't his players just sponsor? Probably not. Got a hunch. Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Texas, and Mexico are the states that have laws set to take effect Yeah, on July 1st. Yep. So, a lot of SEC schools and then New Mexico. It's weird they just jumped in. So, eh. uh-huh. Why not? Texas doesn't have a – they're not there yet, right? Yeah, they're in there. They're in there, okay. Yeah, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, okay. Mississippi, Texas, gotcha. and Mexico gotcha. are, the, uh, are the six states. But no, huge week in moving amateurism on however you want to consider that. I mean, huge. Um, how big of an impact do you think this actually is? Because I'm skeptical that it's a wide-ranging, immediate impact. Uh, yeah, I, I actually think it's going to be disappointing for some people in 
the non-revenue sports who okay. think this is going to be this widespread sea change. Okay. Um, I think it's conceivable that some student athletes actually see that their the conditions, if you will, worsen. Sure. One of the things that I talked about on SEC Football and Beyond, and I'm just kind of spitballing here, like we, Ole Miss is getting ready to announce a big capital campaign. Is my understanding? They are. Yes. Okay. Well, capital campaigns means that you're going to take all this money that you raise and you're going to put it into capital projects. Sure. Fix the Manning Center. Yeah. Stadium improvements, all those kind of Redo the west side of the football stadium. Softball. Softball, soccer. Sure. What happens if the bidding war in NIL gets to a point where instead of going to those people for that money – you're going to those people, hey, don't give don't give two million dollars for the soccer stadium. Give two million dollars so we can pay our athletes the competitive rate. Mm-hmm. Do we really need a waterfall in the locker room when we're having a hard time competing for offensive tackles? So you get businesses to just earmark it. I'm just instead. wondering. I'm literally spitballing. But right now, what you have is all this money goes into making, like, you watch the kids that, that, that visit Alabama, for example, okay? And they, you know, talk about like the juniors and seniors that go on these unofficial visits, and they go into the Photoshop, the photo room, and they yeah. put on their Alabama yeah. uniform, and they've got the fancy little round table thing that spins and all the graphics and stuff. Sure. You don't need that at the Cincinnati Bengals. It's football. The weight rooms at the SEC level are nicer than the NFL weight rooms. Yeah, sure. It's a recruiting toy. Well, wouldn't you be better advised instead of doing all that? Wouldn't you be better advised to spend the money on the players? I'm just asking. You could, but I mean, you got to be really needle there. I mean, big time. Careful with the needle there. Sure. But that's where you asked me, where's this going? That's kind of what I wonder yeah. down the road. I get that. Do you start going, hey, you know, maybe we don't need to put the money into facilities. Maybe we need to put the money into linebackers. Yeah, sure. Hey, I know we probably ought to redo the soccer stadium, but soccer doesn't make us money. Defensive backs do. And the price is going up on corners. Mm-hmm. Probably need to find that car dealer instead of hitting him up to Give us money for the softball complex. Let's get let's hit him up to sponsor the next five star cornerback. Yeah. I get I'm it. I'm asking. I don't know. You also wonder too and I get there's sometimes no shame involved, but it's not a cap. I mean, how willing is Tommy Taylor Chevrolet gonna be in giving a substantial amount of money to like, because this is all public. Like, oh, uh, not very. I would yeah. think. Well, and look, and it, there's a, we've talked about this before. You're who just said Bryce Ramsey cuts a deal. Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, might want to make sure that you protect your image. Mm-hmm. Are you? Oh, no, look, yeah, there's a scrutiny on players at this point too. You know, their social media, their behavior, their. Yeah. Now when the quarterback gets a DUI, not only does he getting a sponsor does he sit out the first half of the App State game, but he loses his 
loses his mattress firm. Loses ad. the yeah, loses his mattress firm ad in the Honda. Yeah. How's all that work? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't either. I mean, it kind of feels like in some ways, and I'm sure people who are listening to this who are in athletic administration would say, no, we're much further down the road, and I'm sure they are, but yeah. it kind of feels like you're heading off into the wild, wild west. Oh, I think there are going to be very firm guidelines on how this has to play out that I just aren't, I'm, I'm not aware of, honestly. This is not directed at you. Yep. Who the hell's going to enforce them? They don't enforce the rules now. Well, everything has a black market. So this has a black market. Yes, but my point is there is no enforcement now. I mean, the NCAA, boy, they put out a big statement against LSU and Kansas and everybody about this. They they hit that assistant coach at Creighton today. Got him good. Yeah, That'll show him. Mm-hmm. Take that, Creighton. Who's enforcing the rules on – and they're still going to be under the table stuff. The rich will get richer – Sure. It is what it is. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by G&M and Tyson Drugs. G&M there on South Lamar in Oxford. Been telling you for a few weeks. Keep telling you for a few more days as well. The state and school employees in the area, if you have a new insurance provider that uses CVS Caremark, that is a pharmacy benefit manager. It's not to be confused with CVS Pharmacy. The logos are exactly the same, but don't worry. If you have a CVS on your prescription card, you don't have to change pharmacies. You don't have to go to CVS. You can stay with your local pharmacies, which include Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs and G&M there on South Lamar in Oxford. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. Help you out whenever you need your pharmaceutical needs. Again, 662-236-2222. It's actually turning into a fairly entertaining game. Yes. Uh, we're brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. I'll have a mailbag up at some point tomorrow, and uh, Whitney is the sponsor of that, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573-662-842-3844. We're also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, located at 1670 Highway 80 in uh, Pearl, Mississippi. It's your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. They've got Load Trail. They also have Hallmark Cargo Trailers. They also can cut deals with uh, third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. For podcast listeners, Alpha has spare tires and wheels starting at just $100. Full selection of trailer parts and accessories, hitches, winches, straps, and more. They also do all types of truck accessories as well. And they have a yearly trailer service and inspection shop where they can repair all types of trailers. 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. We're also brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. They're stylist hand-select pieces from top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. It's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more. Uh, they've been delivering fine men's clothing for about 55 years and their classic style attention to detail and commitment to excellent service continues to make the rogue a special place to shop 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or the rogue.com. And we're brought to you by Joey Erickson at Heron gear Chevrolet there in Jackson. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles, 662-571-2367. Or uh, stop by 1685 High Street in Jackson. Just tell Joey that you heard about 
um, him on the Oxford Exxon podcast or on the Soft Verbal podcast, and you can get a $50 gas card with a purchased vehicle. Um, it's kind of interesting a little bit in Wisconsin today. Wisconsin seniors were openly critical of basketball coach Greg Gard during a late-season team meeting that was secretly recorded and later got sent to a newspaper. The Wisconsin State Journal said it received a 37-minute audio file this week Ooh. of a February 19th team meeting that included seven senior players, Gard, and three assistant coaches. The newspaper said it received the recording from an anonymous email account and the file included only a portion of the actual meeting. During the meeting, forward Nate uh, Rivers told Guard that we don't have a relationship and I personally don't think or feel like you care about our future aspirations. Guard Walt McGrory told Guard, I don't know if I'll ever talk to you again after this. He sat there, he listened, and there was not one dry in the entire room at the end of everything. An identified player told the State Journal the biggest thing that he did at the end was he apologized again. He was in tears and he said, it's not your fault, it's my fault. Um, guard upset that someone would take a uh, matter and record it and make it public consumption. I don't blame him. Yeah. So, Wisconsin went 18 and 13 and lost to Baylor in the second round of the NCAA tournament this, uh, this last season. They opened the season ranked seventh after winning a share of the big 10 in 19 and 20. So, there's that kind of a slow news day. There's not really a ton out there other than some NCAA stuff. It's a big um, night for ping pong balls. Big night for ping pong balls. 7.30 tonight, a lot of franchises get their um, futures determined. You like the lottery system? I don't like it. You I don't, understand why I it's understand there. why it's there because otherwise people would just madly tank. How many players are up for grabs that really, really matter tonight? How many picks are well, more okay. than others? So Kate Cunningham from Oklahoma State is a, a potential generational player. Okay. Um, he's draws some comparisons to Luka Doncic, that okay. type of player. Sure. Um, Jalen Suggs, the Gonzaga guard, does a lot of things that would make you think he's got a chance to be a, an all-star caliber NBA player. Okay. Uh, Evan Mobley, high ceiling guy from USC, played as a freshman. Probably not the alpha dog that you want. From a guy like that, but he's seven feet tall. He's got an offensive game. He's he's at minimum going to be a rim protector. He's very athletic. His upside is through the roof. Mm-hmm. Whether he can get to it remains to be seen. Uh, Jalen Green with the G League Ignite is a guy that um, offensively, probably the sky's the limit. Now, he didn't play any defense in the G League. I mean, none, zero. But I, his teammate, Jonathan Kaminga, who some people think can be an elite defensive player, he didn't play any defense either. So who knows whether that's a G sure, League yeah, thing. Yeah. or it, it, it's, a, it's five, six guys. There's a, a uh, power forward center from uh, Besik- Besiktas. Is how you say that? I believe Alperin Sengin. Some people love Scotty Barnes at Florida State. Some people love Moses Moody from Arkansas as, as NBA prospects. You want a top five pick. If you okay. have a top five pick, you're probably walking out of this pretty happy. Getting somebody that you okay. – If you have a top three pick, you're probably thrilled. It's cutting, it's Cunningham one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cunningham's almost certainly the first pick. Uh, the Rockets – Rockets have a fascinating night. So their pick is top four protected. Okay. If it's one of the first four picks, it's their pick. If it's after the fourth pick, it's the Thunder's pick. That's interesting. Okay. So the Rockets – 
The Rockets, Pistons, and Magic all have a 14% chance of getting the first pick. The Thunder and the Cavaliers have an 11.5% chance. But the Thunder have the Rockets' chances, too. Uh, the Thunder have an 11.5% of getting the first pick on their own. That's what I mean. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Rockets pick. The, the, what the Thunder's best scenario is they get the first pick and the fifth pick. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, sure. If the Rockets pick. Oh, because the, they first, they get there. First yeah, four yeah, is protected. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So in Toronto, uh, the the Golden State Warriors have a point five percent chance at the first pick. Okay, well, they have a ball in there. Well, so they got a couple of ping pong balls flying around. Yeah, you never know. I mean, nobody expected was it New Orleans a few years ago when they yeah. got it. Pelicans this time have a four point five percent chance at the first pick in the draft. Okay. What what time is it? What time is the Seven, actual draw? Seven thirty. What time do the balls go into the machine? Seven thirty. Oh, it's pretty, yeah. Pretty... I, I don't know whether it's done ahead of time and they open the envelopes oh, really? or how that works. But I thought it used to be live. They used to watch you pull yeah, the balls live, and then there was the the conspiracy oh, theory. Remember right. that they felt the yeah, cold yeah. one and stuff. Yeah, that's right. The cold envelope was yeah. the tip off that hey, that's Not... pa- Patrick Ewing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Tennessee had bases loaded, nobody out, and did not score there in the uh, third inning. Texas leading Tennessee 3-2 right now is where. Uh, Let's see. Barrett says, Neil, would you trade Kimba for Ben Simmons? Yes. If I'm the Thunder, I absolutely would trade Kimba for Ben Simmons. I would do that in an absolute heartbeat, no question about it. I don't think the Sixers would do that, however. Right. How high are, Har- are Carson's hopes today? How jacked is he for the lottery? He is not jacked. He is very nervous about the lottery. He uh, he has a game against Hernando tonight at that exact hour. Yeah. And so he's told me that he might look over at me if there's a moment where I could communicate to him. Yeah. You have some numbers out there. I don't really know how that works. And luckily for him, soccer is not a game where you can take a break and look That's over. That's true. You're Soccer's kinda... a, you're kind of moving. Yeah. And he's a midfielder, so Carson's always moving. Yeah. So I don't know that that'll happen. I, I, I know after the game is over – Unless something incredibly eventful happens in his soccer game, his first question will be, "So, what, uh, what, 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 what's the deal? Yeah, what are we doing? When yeah. is the actual draft? It's in July twenty twentieth okay. or something like that." Okay. Um, but back with you, Ryan me. wants to know your NCAA baseball championship prediction. At this point, go ahead and break their hearts. State and I'm gonna say Vanderbilt comes back through the other side. Um, NC State's good. I mean, Virginia's hot as hell right now, but I'll, I'll stay with the doors for the moment. NC State's yeah. on a roll right now. They are, boy. Yeah, they've had they've had four quite quality games in a row um, there with the with the pack. So yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, I mean, look, they very well could win that region or that that side, but we'll, we'll go we'll go State and Vanderbilt right uh, right now. July 29 is the okay is the draft. So, podcast tomorrow, probably a guest. We'll find somebody to talk to us tomorrow yeah. as we're uh, getting into the week. And then uh, more as well. So check rebelgrove.com for any breaking news. In the meantime, have a good day on this wonderful uh, weather day outside. And we'll talk to you again very soon. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. 
I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.